Hello and welcome to Live and Learn with me, Dashran Johan. You're listening to Man to Man Talk, a mini-series where men have conversations with each other about masculinity, patriarchy and gender-based violence. This series is in conjunction with the All Women's Action Society, AWAM's 5th White Ribbon Campaign. Now, the campaign's theme is Break the Silence and the Violence and it is aimed at combating gender-based violence in Malaysia by promoting a new vision of healthy masculinity and encouraging men to speak out against gender-based violence, particularly domestic abuse. My guest on the final episode of this miniseries is Wong Yan Ke. He's the Deputy Chair of Berse and also one of Awam's White Ribbon Campaign Ambassadors. Yan Ke, welcome to the show. Hi, Darshan. Thank you. And nice to see you again. Yes, nice to um, have you uh, with me in the studio again. Now, let's um, start by just talking to you about yourself. Um, Tell me about yourself and the work that you do, especially for people who have no idea who you are. Oh, hi everyone, my name is Yen Ke and actually I was just being elected as a deputy chairperson of uh, Bursi. And uh, yesterday I was just have a meeting with our newly elected uh, chair, which is Faisal. Right. Right. So, um, well, uh, besides that, I'm also working in Swaram, Swaram Air Malaysia as a uh, case management and also campaign coordinator. Yeah. Right. So, tell me about this white ribbon campaign. I know I mentioned it in the introduction, but um, tell me about it. What is this campaign all about? I think when we look at the history of white urban campaign, actually, it's because there's a group of men in back in Canada and also in London. They decided to stand up and also uh, to speak uh, and to end. They they tried to build out a campaign to end the gender-based violence because there is a massacre of like women's back in uh, the the Canada, right? So they think that. Uh, Besides, when we talk about feminism, we always think about it's just a, uh, a group of women who try to fight for their rights. But mm-hmm. I, I think it's not the truth because uh, gender-based violence affects a lot of people, not only the female, but also the, the men or the, the LGBTQ community. So this is whereby uh, they think, uh, especially you as a man in the patriarchal society, you, you, you seem to be more having more privilege. But it's good to you know initiate the talk and also to end this kind of... Uh, uh, what we call privilege and also the the hegemonical culture. Right. So now you are one of the ambassadors for this campaign. Um, mm-hmm. Why did you agree to become an ambassador for this campaign? Well, when I was being approached by mm-hmm. uh, our one president, uh, Yoklin, and Yoklin is yes. a very old-timer activist um, mm-hmm. and is, she, she talked a lot about the feminism and she's one of the person who always inspired me about like, you know, uh, uh, as a man, you, you should get involved more in, in uh, feminism because mm. um, so when I was being approached, I think I need, I, I mean, less than 10, 30 seconds, I decided to just take up the role because first, because I'm coming from an activist background, mm-hmm. I think it's good for us to raise the awareness. And second, because I think after all, gender-based violence is affecting people around us, right? Our family members, our friends, and also uh, as a general public. So, um, while you, if you, you decided to stand up, it, it, it can't, you know, try to uh, use the so-called the privilege. I, I, I don't like to use the word, but but the, the, the truth is because men always have the privilege in patriarchal society. But mm-hmm. And we, we need to talk uh, to, to the other men as well, especially uh, um, those who don't have this kind of idea or concept about uh, gender-based violence. Uh, and, and, and they always think that it's a normal practice to do, right? 
Yeah. yeah. So let's talk about the big picture, uh, the, the big ideas here. When you listen to the word masculinity, mm-hmm, what mm-hmm. does masculinity mean to you? Well, if you want to say when I was a young boy mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was talking about masculinity, because right. I always related to, you know, uh, build, build out your muscle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is normal concept. But after right. that, when you have uh, more information about feminism, about masculinity, this is where you know, oh, wow, this is what we call the social construct mm-hmm. theory whereby uh, feminism is, uh, feminism, sorry, masculinity is sort of like telling you what a man should do in this uh, society. Mm-hmm. So uh, there are a lot of rules that are given to you and um, they also talk about, you know, uh, as a man, uh, what characteristic you should portray yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think this is what I slowly learned about uh, masculinity. So uh, it's not about, it's just about building a muscle. <laughs> but it's, yeah. and, and, and this idea about, you know, building muscles and all of that, right? I think a lot of us grow up with this idea in our head, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Because it is also what we see in, in TV, in, in, in cinema, what they portray as, as masculinity is buff guys, action heroes. Mm-hmm, These are mm-hmm, our, mm-hmm. our, you know, big um, tentpole masculine men. Um, and then at the end of the movie, you know, if they solve the mission, if you look at James Bond, then you get... Yes, that's what I want to yeah. <laughs> You get the woman. So I'm, I'm, I'm quite curious about that because every James Bond movie, mm-hmm. they will always get a woman yep. and to, to make the story more perfect. Yep. This is where I feel quite disgusted about it because right, they, they always film, uh, they always try to portray that uh, as a successful man, you need to have power, you need to have money and you need to have women and uh, this is what uh, um, a man should look like. We should, yeah, we should talk about more of that. So yeah. how has your idea of masculinity evolved over the years? Well, I would say uh, first because um, I'm heavily involved myself in activism, but second because I have a very good partner. Mm. Uh, my my partner is also studying right now as a, a, a master student in UM for gender gender studies. Right. So, uh, but before that, she is a very woke person. So she always remind me about not denying all masculinity. Or don't or not denying all the traits or the characteristic of masculinity, but you need to identify what is masculinity, the healthy masculinity, and also what is then toxic or hegemonical, mm-hmm. hegemonic uh, masculinity. So, while well, we have a conversation, and and this is what I think, it give me a lot of like the lens right. to look through each very single tiny thing. Uh, throughout our li- life, yeah. So yeah, this is where I slowly learn about the 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 what we call the concept and the mm-hmm. theories. Yeah. What you you mentioned, you know, how activism shaped your life as well as your partner, mm-hmm. who is very um you know very aware of these issues, who's um, championing these issues, who's studying these issues. I'm mm-hmm. wondering if how your family growing up in your family did that influence your idea of masculinity anyway. <laughs> Well, um, if let's say uh, in our traditional Asian mm-hmm. family, right. they, they always think about they 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 already told you what a man should do, right? Mm-hmm. So I I think I think it's a not a healthy way, right? So during I think during my my young when you are a young boy, when they always told you that a man shouldn't cry, man mm. man should you know uh, be uh, be firm with what you are, you are doing. So when you are doing, you need to have courages. You need to have, you know, to show the, the colors of pants. For example, uh, you need to have 
being strong and assertive about mm. a decision. And whenever you face any problem, you shouldn't talk it out with people. You shouldn't talk it out with uh, your friends, your families. Solve it by yourself. So this is why I think that slowly I learned that, oh, this is what society expects a man to do. Mm. But actually, I think it's quite toxic though because right. we are all human and we all have emotion. We all have feelings. And we need to express ourselves and not just, you know, saying that, oh, because you are a man, you are a bro. So you need to, you know, hide everything about yourself. Mm. Just be a calm person and assertive as well. Right. Yeah. So you mentioned that that toxic side of masculinity. Mm-hmm, How would mm-hmm. you look at that? What is toxic masculinity to you? Well, just like what I mentioned just mm-hmm. now, I think tox- I think we can separate into few parts. Okay. For family parts, it's more like a... Uh, toxic masculinity, for example, uh, 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 just uh, for personal side, it's like, how should you portray yourself? So, for example, if you are a man who is more feminine, mm. who is, you know, uh, being emotional uh, or being, um, you know, your, your, your gender wasn't being shaped by the patriarchal society, but instead you are the gender minority mm-hmm. or uh, um, uh, the, the LGBTQ uh, queer community. So, for example, in the workplace, you might be cyanided. You might be... I, I, I think I receive a lot of... Uh, uh, not handling the case, but a lot of friends of friends who are being, uh, you know, laid off because of their gender and sexuality. Mm. And this is part of it because they think that a man should uh, uh, be what a man should be. So if like, you have this kind of characteristic, you will be cyanided. And within the workplace you doesn't feel comfortable and you have to live eventually, even though you are a talented people, right? This is part of it that a very simple uh, 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 example that you can see in the life. And I, I think, uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure whether Darshan, you experienced this, mm-hmm. but I think uh, in, in my school as well, there will be a group of men, you know, always hunting the feminine boy, right? right? So Absolutely. so they'll bully they'll yes. they'll they'll bully the, 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 the boy and say, Come on man, you should be more uh, acting like a man. So why why should you cry? Why 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 you are talking like so feminine? Yeah. Right. So this is the things what we call the gender based violence. Right? right. When you doesn't fit to the society or socially expectation, social expectation, you are immediately being witch hunt and, and being uh yeah, being targeted. I think that's absolutely right because I went to um, all guys school from primary oh, okay. one until form five. Then, <laughs> and you see that a lot: seniors bullying juniors who are a little bit more feminine, um, and you and, and even among their peers, there's a lot of bullying. And even mm-hmm. when I have conversations with friends from other schools, uh-huh. they tend to say that you know the bullying culture in all guys schools are, are very heavy yeah. in general, and I, um, it's packaged as this: you know, mm-hmm. boys will be boys. Yeah, that's yeah. the sort of excuse that people people they whether it's parents whether it's that the, the culture as a whole it is oh, okay yeah of course there's a lot of fights in all guys school because boys yeah, will be yeah, boys yeah. you know boys and this boys. is normal things yes it is and normalized yeah yeah and it's and it's really really unhealthy yeah yeah yeah, yeah. then uh, maybe I can give another few mm-hmm. example because in you will you will be surprised mm-hmm. even in university which supposedly to be you know high highly educated people but they still practice this toxic masculinity for example uh, in a uh, uh, association mm-hmm. right you will be surprised that um, they always say that the man should be the leader mm-hmm. and the female should always be the uh, the male should be dominant and they should hold the leadership position for example as a president as a chair 
right? And the female should always be uh, limited to secretarial role, right? Doing the treasurer, doing mm-hmm. the secretary, but also they are always being uh, uh, elected as deputy, not right. the 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 main position. So. And this was being practiced. And even during the, the gathering, you can see uh, they separate the gender, though. They mm. say, and, and in, in the Taklimat, for example, the, the male should sit in front and the female should, should be, sit behind. So, wow. Well, this also happened in, 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 in university. So, so you will be surprised that actually it was being, I mean, practiced in all level of our life, right? And and I, I think the other one is more in the family. Mm-hmm. So you will see you and uh, I think men always being said that you have to take care of your family members, uh, which, okay, this is all right. But at the same time, you need to earn more money. You need to right. fit and meet the expectation, right? As a good man, mm-hmm. what you should do, for example, having wife, having kids and having cars, having uh, houses, own your, your own houses, maybe more property, the, the merrier it is, right? Right. So I think this is part of like, um, if you doesn't fit that or meet that social expectation, for example, if I decided, you know, I just don't want to get involved in any kind of relationship, you'll be looked down. Yes. Yeah. So I think you bring up very good points there because, you know, sometimes people will pinpoint very specific things about traditional gender roles or just gender mm. roles in, in general and say, you know, but this is a good thing. For example, like you said, uh, a man should take care of his family. People say, but that's a good value, right? Yeah. Okay, it's, it's not a bad value. Mm-hmm. But I think what we are trying to get at is that, you know, men and women can play these roles together. Correct. Both can take care of the family. Both can take care of the kids. Both can go out and earn. Both can cook and clean together. Correct. And raise the family together. And and if you have to divide jobs, because sometimes delegating jobs helps to make things smoother, mm-hmm. it's, it's okay. So if I'm a guy, but I'm good at cooking, then mm-hmm. I do cooking. Yeah. If my wife is good at cleaning, then she does cleaning. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And if it... If it really comes to a point where someone has to leave the career, for example, uh-huh. right? It's right now. It's always as if the it's the obvious, most natural thing: the woman must leave the career, and the man can continue. Correct. There's no discussions as to who should leave the career and stuff like that. So, right? so you will see the so-called the good father mm-hmm. is they have the job yep. at the same time when they go back to house, they take care of the children, mm-hmm. they they feed the children, yeah. or even play with the children. Right. So they they will be named as good father. Mm-hmm. But when a mother decided, you know, you know what? I, I want to be a career woman. Uh, I, I go go to the job mm-hmm. and I'll take care of the children at the same time. Then this will be labeled as the bad woman because they didn't fulfill uh, the roles of the, the so-called the mother, right? right? Because as a mother, you should always sit at the house, you know, take care of the children, give them uh, all the education, etc. So, so I, I'm, I'm, I'm quite uh, disappointed when you're looking at this. Mm-hmm. So, so that's why... This this is what my talk partner told me. Well, I, I need to share this. <laughs> so in a patriarchal society, uh, you always see there are two... If patriarchal society is the law, mm-hmm. right? So there are two enforcement agencies. One is misogyny, and another one is uh, toxic masculinity. Right. So if, let's say, you doesn't fulfill all that, you're being punished, or you're being silenced, or you're being, uh, you know, uh, 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 targeted or hunted. By, by all these uh, laws enforcement agency. So this is where uh, I think uh, we need to have more conversation about this and we need to break the, 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 the social expectation and also the social constructed rule so that, you know, everyone can live as an equal 
equal person. Yeah. Let's go for a very quick break. On the show with me today is Wong Yanker. He's the Deputy Chairperson of Bursay. We will continue this discussion after these messages. Keep it here on Live and Learn, BFM 89.9. Welcome back to Man to Man Talk on Live and Learn. I'm Dashran Johan and on the show with me today on this final episode of the miniseries is Wong Yenke. He's the Deputy Chairperson of Bursay. So Yenke, um, before the break, you talked about um, you know, traditional gender roles. We talked about toxic masculinity. I'm wondering, have there been, mom- have there been moments in your life where you've had to unlearn um, certain behaviours or attitudes associated with toxic masculinity? Maybe even you didn't realise that this was toxic masculinity. Yeah. Like what I mentioned just now, uh, because I think it's about my, the expression of myself, mm. right? So um, before this, you will see, I think because we are we, we didn't educate her about the the feminism, we didn't educate her about uh, what uh, what is genders and what is sexuality. So initially, when you look at when you enter when you come to KL, so you see a lot of things, and you were decided to see like why there's a little bit of culture shock, uh, cultural shock, mm-hmm. right? So, uh, for example, for myself personally, um, I'm not a person who always express myself vigorously or, or uh, yes, I do express myself like <laughs> in university you know, <laughs> as an activist, but about my personal right. traits or about right. my personal feelings, all mm-hmm. this. So, um, before I met, my my partner always so always bring my partner in. <laughs> <laughs> so so before I met, I mean like before I met my partner, even I was decided. You know what? Uh, I love some movies. I love some movies that is not uh related. You know, uh, uh maybe like Barbie, right. for example. Right. Um, I will just you know go by myself to watch it because I think like if I invite my friends to 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 right. to, to watch it, you will think that. Hey, why you as a man you should watch Barbie? Mm. I mean, you should watch Open Himmel instead, right, right? Right. So this is things like, uh, well, I, I personally I love the movies mm-hmm. of like, uh, like dramas and and also about the stories. Yeah. Uh, but how, uh, however, you always being that you know a man should watch more. Uh, Jackie Chan or right. action movies right. instead of Jackie looking. Chan, John Wick, yeah. <laughs> Transformers. Yes, yes, this is so. So you were decided. I, 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 sometimes I decided. You know, no, you know what? I would just go by myself to to not be judged by the people. Right, right. So the other things is like for me, purpose personally, I won't express myself. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, if let's say I face any difficulties, if let's say uh, 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 I'm very stressful handling cases, all this, I would just. You know what? I will just keep it to myself. I go to the room. I can shout and cry, uh, mm. uh, but I'll just give it. Uh, I'll just hide myself. But right now, uh, I think I unlearn it. Mm. I will be like feeling, fully more comfortable to talk more with my family members, with my partners, and even with my friends. Right. Because after all, you need the support, especially you are involved in human rights field. <laughs> you see solidarity is very important. Yes, solidarity is very important. So so I I I I I I think I, this is where I unlearn it. Right. And, yeah. How did you unlearn all of that, right? Because um I think it's, you know, that there, there you talk about how you were uncomfortable at one point to express even when it comes to movies. Um, let's say if you want to watch a movie like Barbie, you feel uncomfortable to express it to your friends. You prefer to go 
alone, mm-hmm. when you go alone to the cinema, do you feel mm-hmm. uncomfortable there looking around you? Because maybe 60%, 70% of the audience are going to be women in, mm-hmm. let's say, mm-hmm. in a case like Barbie mm-hmm. or if it's a Disney movie, maybe yeah, yeah, Dis- gonna, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love Disney movies too. I, I love, love Barbie <laughs> and all of that, right? So yeah. I, I wonder if you felt uncomfortable at, at, at first when it comes to being in the cinema alone as well. And how do you overcome that? How did you overcome that to the point where you are very comfortable now that if you want to go and watch a Disney movie, a romance movie, a, a Barbie, you can just tell your friends, WhatsApp your group and say like, hey, anybody want to go and watch Barbie together? How do yeah, you yeah. reach that that level of um, security <laughs> and confidence? I say, how, why it, there's a transition, right? <laughs> I think because it's related to your uh, working field as well. <laughs> right. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Okay, first of all, yes, I, I, mm-hmm. first of all, I, I feel uncomfortable at initially if mm-hmm. I go alone. Right. So I will always pick the seat, uh, like the most... Uh, corner. Corner. Right. right. Because so that people doesn't see you. Right. If you want to cry, you can cry <laughs> at that, being emotional, etc. Right. But uh, right now, I think because eventually I, I get involved in activism, I mm-hmm. met with more activists, human rights defenders, feminists. Um, this is whereby uh, I don't feel shy or embarrassed to talk about this. And instead, you will just... Yes, currently, like, even I watch Mavi right now, I, I, I invited... A lot of my activist friends. Right. Is it anyone want to join mm-hmm. us? Yeah, then we go together. So I think it's maybe it's because you are the, the social circles that you are involved in. It's a different social circle. So that's why we are feeling more, uh, what we call, uh, uh, comfortable. But right. at the same time, I think we shouldn't be uh, feeling so comfortable in our own circle. But instead, we should, you know, talk with more people, try to expand the circles, let people know that it's okay mm-hmm. to watch Barbie, even you are a man. Right. It's okay to to being emotional, because uh, or else you know it will be circulated. Sorry, or else the the the, the society will be dominated by the toxic culture, right. the toxic masculinity, or even misogyny culture. So a lot of people, right, think mm-hmm. that patriarchy as a as a concept is just um, harmful to women. And so there is this divide. Sometimes people see, oh, is it men versus women, so on and so yeah. forth. But what you just told me and, and the experience that I can re- relate to with you as well shows mm-hmm. us that patriarchy harms men as Correct. well because it makes men feel insecure, uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. It tries to put men in a certain box. It makes men say they cannot express their emotions. Mm-hmm. These are not, women are not telling us we cannot do these things. Yeah. Women d- d- didn't so-called set the rules that mm-hmm. men cannot go and watch Barbie, yeah, that men yeah. cannot wear pink. These are rules set by patriarchy, by other men. Correct, right? Correct. You are right. What? So that's why I said uh, if it doesn't fulfill this kind of uh, mm-hmm. expectation, right, uh, you are being punished. Mm-hmm. And what 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 is the worst part is um okay for example you you doesn't fit the rules of like uh, a man should be mm-hmm. yeah take for example uh you you being emo uh, you being emotional you are expressing yourself your emotion right. etc so you're being labor you're being witch hunt but however for example a man fits uh, what patriarchy society wants them to do for example they are the alpha man right so they will be rewarded mm-hmm. you know even. I think even uh, the men will reward them. The women will also reward mm-hmm. them. You know, like uh, thinking that this is what a man should be. Mm-hmm. And you can see a lot in our social media, they 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 try to portray this kind of values, promote this kind of values. Mm-hmm. So in short, it's like they will reward the good man, the good woman, the good female. At the same time, they will punish the bad 
or the uh, uh, bad man and bad woman. Yeah, good and bad according to the definition by patriarchy. Correct, correct. So why is it important for men to speak up about gender-based violence? Well, after all, I think it affects all of us. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, so I think when we talk about feminism, it's not men versus women. This is what the patriarchal society wants you to think about. Right. Right. <laughs> right. But actually, I think after all, feminism is for 90, 99% of us. Mm-hmm. It seems like socialism, all this, right? right? So because they talk about uh, the exploitation, they talk about like um, the what we call the oppression towards the gender minority or even to a man or even to a woman. Mm-hmm. So this is whereby uh, we need to talk, talk more about this and to normalize the feminist theories in, in our life, to have a gender lens when we go out outside and to observe every single things in our, our life. Mm. So we will know that actually after all, feminism is for the 99% of us, yeah. As we wind this conversation down, I also want to ask you, um, mm-hmm. just to circle back to the White Ribbon Run, uh-huh. um, tell me about the White Ribbon Run. When is it happening? How can people register all of that? All right. So White Ribbon Run, as I mentioned just now, mm-hmm. it was a campaign whereby a group of men decided to stand up and uh, campaign against gender-based violence. And our team today is uh, Break the Silence and the violence. Mm-hmm. And this is where you can participate in by joining a run because our run is scheduled at next year, mm-hmm. which is uh, 14th of January. So uh, to participate and also to start out the conversation. And currently we are rec- we want to receive more participants, especially from the, from the men, right? So this is the part that you can play with and our one will use the fund that collected as for the campaign uh, to end gender-based violence, yeah. And before we wrap this conversation up, would you have a final message for us? Yeah, um, final message is, again, <laughs> feminism is for 99% of us include men and women and gender minority. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much, Yenke. That was Wong Yenke, Deputy Chairperson of Bursi. If you'd like to find out more about Awam's White Ribbon Campaign, including the White Ribbon Run, you can head over to awam.org.my. That's awam.org.my. If you missed any part of this conversation, you can also check us out on podcasts. We're available on the BFM app, bfm.my, or pretty much wherever you get your podcasts from. I'm Darshan Johan, and this has been Live and Learn, BFM 89.9.